keeping the critters straight, knowing who's who with the right tags. We're talking animal identification. Crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone, and thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I'm your host and producer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Tigger. A big thank you goes out to our partners, the American Gelby Association, David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Service, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Hold on here. Tigger, is this your ear tag collection from Open when you were a kid? Open it up. Okay. Okay. There are not just one style of tags. There are all kinds of styles and colors if that you go look over in the there, years. There's, there's some tags that are not brands that are not manufactured anymore that are I would agree, and I would say some of these may be for sheep as well, not yep. just for the cattle. Yeah. yeah. Okay, and you've got calf tags, some itty-bitty ones that, I've not seen before. That is my personal ear tag collection. <laughs> this is how much of a cow That is my personal ear tag collection from when I was a wee one. So, obviously, we're going to be talking about uh, animal identification. I'm going to be talking with a crew from Richie. There's going to be a lot of fun here in a few minutes. But I wanted to set that out because... I know you saw it before because you knew what it was, but I wanted to set it out and just have you kind of dig through it a little bit and go, oh, interesting, like, okay, that blue one that's in there, that's a Richie tag, but that, oh, man, that thing is probably, what, 40 years old? Have you ever seen a perfect square one before? No, that's kind of what caught my mm-hmm. eye. Very different shapes in there. And all of these, I, I remember every one of these tags. Some of them are significant. From, you know, a 4-H calf or a show heifer or something like that. So, quick, were you like yeah. me when I was a kid growing up? Say you brought in cattle from the, the feedlot, wherever it may, the pen, the corral. And if you found one stuck down in the, the manure in the corral and you dug it out and it was kind of faded, it was it like a treasure? Like, where did this come okay, from? Okay, I, I did. We did dig those out. But it for it to make the collection, Tigger's Tide collection, it, it had to be legit. This had to be a serious tag it could not just be one of the feedlot kiosks oh, okay this one had to have a significant memory tied yes to it. yes had to be a cool color cool tag or significant to the critter that donned said tag okay we'll be talking more animal id in just a few minutes crew here's what we've got lined up for y'all today the latest news to start us out of course i've got sailborne reports coming in from iowa some dates to remember we're talking animal identification livestock id Ear tags. My crew from Richie is in the house. They're going to be with us in just a few minutes. We've got market recaps. Let's just be honest. What more could a person need as we head into today's Cal Country News brought to us by Wrangler. Wrangler, it's the official shirt and jean endorsed by the Professional Rodeo Cowboys Association. Proud to have them sponsoring me as a PRCA rodeo announcer. Appreciate your Wrangler. Cal Country News. You know, the cow stuff. Our top news story, a fire has disrupted beef processing at the JBS plant in Grand Island, Nebraska, earlier in the week. According to multiple media reports, a fire was reported at the facility on Sunday night, and crews remained on the scene all day on Monday. Now, the JBS, Brazil, Brazil-based company, it's the second largest processor of beef in the United States. That's according to their website. The JBS beef production facility in Grand Island is one of nine U.S. beef processing facilities that JBS operates. The JBS reported the Grand Island facility is a two-shift plant 
that processes 1.4 million cattle per year and employs right around 3,600 people. The company in June announced the construction of a new harvest floor and enhanced animal welfare facilities at Grand Island, along with expanding cooler capacity in upgrading the fabrication floor at its Omaha beef production facility. The expansions were anticipated to increase processing capacity by nearly 300,000 head of cattle per year when completed. Now, moving on to other news, the U.S. cattle inventory experienced its largest mid-year decrease since 2012, down 1.3% since July of last year. The numbers came from the U.S. Department of Agriculture's mid-year estimates of the U.S. cattle inventory. Kenny Burdine, a livestock marketing specialist for the University of Kentucky College of Agriculture, Food, and Environment, says beef cow numbers were down about 2% from last year. He says that is the largest mid-year decrease in beef cow numbers since 2012. He went on to say that the beef cow slaughter levels in the first half of 2021 have been relatively high and thinks most of that is coming out of those drought-stricken areas. Typically, most culling occurs in the fourth quarter as springborn calves are weaned and, and then we start to move into winter. He feels confident that this trend of decreasing beef cow numbers will continue into 2022. Today's Way Up Sale Barn Report is brought to us by Downtown Threads, Oklahoma. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and our website, ranchitupshow.com. That's where our new swag line is located, all right? Crew, you asked for it. We brought it. It's a Ranch It Up gear. In fact, a lot of you have been donning said Ranch It Up gear. Fire us your, your pictures and videos. We've been getting a lot of them to ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Tag us on Facebook, the whole nine yards crew. Now, today, we are heading to Dunlap, Iowa, recapping their sale from last week, Friday, they said uh, compared to the last few weeks, they called the feeder steers and heifers mostly steady. Here's the weight classes I have for y'all on the steer side. In Dunlap, Iowa, last week, five and a half to six weight steers at $1.66 to $1.72. Six ten to six and a half weight steers at $1.65 to $1.69 and a half. Seven to seven thirty five weight steers, excuse me, from $1.56 to $1.67. And then some big ones. Eight and a half to eight eighty weight steers in Iowa last week at a dollar forty eight to a dollar sixty one ten. Now on the heifer side, five and a half to five ninety weights at a dollar fifty to a dollar fifty six and a half, six and a half to seven weights. These are the heifers again at a dollar forty two to a dollar fifty three seventy five, and then seven oh four to seven eleven. Very specific on those. A big group from a dollar forty nine and a half to $1.5450, and that is a recap from last week in Dunlap, Iowa. Tigger Tour 21. From rodeos to cattle sales to conventions all across the land, crew, follow me along the Tigger Tour 21, which is proudly sponsored by Medora Boot and Western Wear. Just head to medoraboot.com. Here's the dates that I got for y'all. October 14th and 15th. The King Ranch Institute for Ranch Management, talk about them a lot, is going to be hosting the following seminar, Sustainable Ranching, Navigating Challenges, and Embracing Opportunities. This event will be held online and in person in Kingsville, Texas. The Forward Thinking Symposium is designed to offer an overview of sustainability, the challenges in front of us, and most importantly, insight 
on how to navigate those those challenges and find various opportunities. Very interesting. For more information, just go online to King Ranch Institute for Ranch Management. October 19th through the 21st, the Sunbelt Ag Expo in Moultrie, Georgia, sunbeltexpo.com. We had a formal invitation to head down to the Sunbelt Ag Expo. We're trying to work that into the schedule as we speak. That is October 19th through the 21st, sunbeltexpo.com. And then November 15th through the 30th, the Great Northern Livestock Exposition in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Looking forward to this one. The Great Northern Livestock Exposition featuring open and junior cattle show, sheep shows, goat shows are all going to be going on at the all-new event center in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Follow Facebook at Great Northern Livestock Expo or head online to GreatNorthernLivestockExpo.com. Now let's bring Tigger's Tag Collection in one more time, shall we? Up next, we're talking about the tag that never fades. Crew, stick around, ranch it up. We'll be back right after this. Hey, Beck, I've got a cattle quiz for you. Okay, what you got for me? What breed oh, of cattle, cattle came quizzes. to the, Oh, I know, they're so much fun, right? What breed of cattle came to this country in 1971 and has had a huge influence on the cattle business? Um, the females, try this. The females are known for fertility, quiet temperament, longevity. I've got an idea. In the feed yard now, they offer increased performance, improved feed efficiency, and excellent carcass merit. And more pounds of calf weaned per cow exposed. Bam, got it. You're talking about Galvi, the continental mm, breed of choice. That's right, there it is. If you have the feeder cattle, get them age and source verified through the Balancer Edge program. If you don't have the females, purchase some this fall and use the bulls. That is the plant and Galvi is the breed. Galvi and Balancer, the smart, reliable, and profitable choice. Learn more about the plant at galvi.org. Today's Cattle Battle is brought to us by the American Galvi Association. Learn more about the Balancer Edge program at galvi.org. Now, crew, by the way, I'm looking for some pictures, preferably some video, but some pictures either way, of uh, calves on the Balancer Edge program. Now, if you are going to be videoing those calves, remember, turn your phone on its side and send that information to me via you know, any social media app that's out there. Email us at any time. Thanks, crew. Let's get it on. Cattle Battle. All right, I've got to ask, Tigger, because I do got to say, one of my favorite sound effects, jingles, and all of that is the music that goes with Cattle Battle. And then on top of it, that you came up with a segment called Cattle Battle. How did this come to be? But The whole sound effects, that's kind of my jam. That's our thing because I mean this that we're known for doing that at rodeos. We've got all these That's sound effects true. and cool, cool, cool edited. We are. You mean you, you mean when stuff. I hit the crickets when you tell a joke? Anyhow, <laughs> the the whole cattle battle. We you when did we come up with that? Was a long time ago. I mean that was a long, long time ago. I know it was a long that. while ago. We came ba- came up with it. I think we were talking about T-shirts or something even back in that case when we oh. first came up with cattle battle and then realized it morphed but i was trying to remember kind of how you realized this could be a true segment i'm writing the t-shirts that's a neat idea of having some part of our swag line as a cattle battle line hashtag cattle battle Uh interesting okay i got i got all sorts of things that that are going through uh, going through my mind about the cattle battle 
Awesome. Other thing is, is as you can kind of hear, I'm still rustling through this uh, this bag of ear tags okay, you so sit on your desk. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who look? Who's interrupting? So, who? Uh, I I have a question for you. Dump them out on the table. Just go, dump them out. All right. Dump them out. I, I think on you the, have like every dump, size and shape dump, over the last six yes, years. Dump them the whole thing. Dump them out. Now don't lose any. I mean, keep them there on the on the studio desk. What are are you noticing anything about those tags? Well, you know, what I am noticing is there's a lot of these with the arrowhead design look to them. I know we used them a lot on our outfit and still do. What what's what's that brand of tag? Uh, put me on the spot. Rich, Richie, right? Richie. Yes. And it they've been around for a long, long 1964 time. 1964 is when Richie Tiges was was established. Oh, wow, Richie that's Lifestyle over 50 Tiger. some years. That's yeah. we're you're yeah. coming in on 60 years that's pretty been soon. Around. So I remember those the the jumbo, I believe they were called. See the the bigger ones over there? Yes, I'm a positive those are called the jumbo. You could put them over the top of the ear and they would kind of hang in front um or you could put them between the ribs of the ear. I remember that's where we did as a kid. That's we, where we had, did as well. Yep, yeah, yeah, we had them between the ribs, but What's interesting is uh, recently we had the opportunity to visit with the new owners, the new owners now of, of Richie Livestock ID, of, of Richie Tags. And one thing that's, that's really cool about Richie Tags is they are the only tag that doesn't fade, okay? For those of you that use them, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm visiting with Bryce Kelly, the new owner of Richie Tags, very, very new owner of Richie Tags. Thank you very much. Yeah, uh, took over from the Ritchie family, and believe me, it is a it is a big legacy to take on, big shoes to fill. Uh, but purchased the company, my wife and I did back in October of 2020, and uh, only to step into uh, the pandemic world and everything that right. we're facing. But uh, you know, we're we're going to battle through the challenges just like everyone in the livestock and agriculture industry does, and we're excited about the future. Now, I know there has been improvements in ear tags, and that's why I started our conversation about the old arrowhead tag. And you know that we've got them for 30 years, and we've started this, and we've moved to tags that can be engravable and all kinds of, you know, improvements in buttons and how they stay in the ear. But can we improve something that's already awesome in the first place, like a Richie tag? Well, first and foremost, uh, you don't want to... go too far off from what works and we all know that a Richie tag never fades and so we're going to double down on the success of the product uh, that's been around since 1964 has always been and always will be made in the USA but I think there's a few things that we can add to enhance our tag system so uh, technology is becoming a more and more uh, important part of livestock and agriculture it's hitting us faster than we've ever seen it before and Richie's certainly going to be a part of that going forward. So when you say Richie's going to be part of that technology, what part of that technology, what are you all going to be doing? So certainly not willing to share everything. That we're I understand, doing. right, right. Yeah, yeah. but, uh, you know, the... the we're looking forward to when you can. Yeah, you know, certainly looking forward to when we can. And, you know, lots of folks are, are learning more about RFID, about Bluetooth, about GPS, and I think that's going to play an important part uh, in the cattle industry going forward. And so we want to make sure that Richie's positioned correctly for our farmers and ranchers. It's really all about them at the end of the day and coming up with solutions to make their lives easier. Well, we're going to need Richie. We're going to need companies like Richie that have been around and are proven and trusted that to help us with these technology adaptations and changes because you know what, it's tough dealing with farmers and ranchers 
a lot of us don't like change. A lot of us just kind of like things how they are, but change is inevitable. It's like death taxes in the tide. It is inevitable. Yeah, and that's why I started out with uh, small steps. And you know, we're going to double down on what's made this company, and that's a, a livestock ID tag that never fades. And that's the tag that everyone knows in the industry. So we're going to build on that base and operate from a base that these farmers and ranchers are comfortable, that they know of, and add the enhancements to help them become better farmers and ranchers. Great thing about Richie is you can do things on the ranch at your house. Uh, so you can do some of that engraving work yourself. A lot of ranchers still do or we can do all the work for you. So whether you want your brand on there, your ranch name, your phone number, the sire, the dam, uh, the management number. Front and back to you. And front and back, correct, sir. Uh, We can do all of that for you. And more and more ranchers are doing that uh, because it just saves them time. Uh, Everyone knows that it takes a while to engrave those things, and so we'd be happy to do that for you. But uh, still, if you need something there at the chute, uh, you need a couple extra tags. Uh, our tag is the only one that you can engrave right there on your ranch. Congrats again, Bryce Kelly, and to your wife on becoming the new owners of Richie Tags. Also, I want to give a quick shout out to Miranda and Carson, the rest of their crew there. They were so much fun hanging out at the Richie Tag booth in Nashville. Loved meeting all of That's you. That's because you sat and you engraved keychain after keychain after keychain. Maybe. So could be. <laughs> speaking of, of of the engraving, I have I have a question for you, yes. and this is because, as everybody probably would assume, I'm an absolute stickler when it comes to the. Hold the pic- on, you were you were probably the biggest stickler I have ever met. Just to clarify, okay, here, let's talk Tanger. about specific thing about the <laughs> the um, the penmanship on ear tags. Which we all know I is, don't ex- do it. It, it is extremely important. We yes. do know that yes. is probably one of the most important jobs, actually, when I you're thinking cannot, about identification. I can't do it. I absolutely cannot do it. You are the, you are the engraver. Yes. So let me ask you, yes. how easy or hard was it to get the hang of the little Dremel tool to be able to engrave tag shoots at? Well, and as Tigger said, I use, yes, Richie Tags, we used a... Dremel tool to engrave all of our tags and really actually it was pretty easy to catch on I've got to say you know I, I'll be honest I scrapped two or three tags in I can the process make a number of doing one it. that's where it is <laughs> if only we could just stick to putting one digit or letter on an ear tag that would be great and easy so that's probably the hardest thing to learn is how to you know, make it proportion on the ear tag. Especially when there's multiple digits, too. I exactly, exactly. Well, you do a very, very nice job. Thank you, dear. Now, people wanting a little bit more information about Richie Tags, you can look him up on Facebook. You can give him a call. How about this? 800-EAR-TAGS or head to richietags.com. Stick around. We've got a lot more coming up right after this. <laughs> Whether it's shipping a potload of calves, hauling cow-calf pairs, or delivering a horse, David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services is committed to the humane handling and care of your livestock. Our professional team of transporters have over 30 years' experience and are BQA certified. Check out David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services at roughridecattleservices.com or on Facebook. Thank you for trusting David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services for all your livestock transportation needs. Everyone asks me, Tigger, where do you get your boots? What do you look for in boots? Well, for me, it's customer service and American-made boots and tack. Medora Boot and Western Wear takes care of everything I need. You can shop online 
at MedoraBoot.com or follow along Facebook and Instagram. Give Medora Boot and Western Wear a call and tell them Tigger sent you. Medora Boot and Western Wear, making boots great again. Hashtag Tigger approved. Kirk Donsbach with Stonex Financial Incorporated. Kirk, before we get into the details is how I'm going to say, give us the numbers. I know that's kind of your favorite part is you like to give. Why is that, by the way? I'm going to ask you that. Why do you like to go through the numbers as much as you do? Is it just because that's kind of your thing? I like numbers because it's a science, right? One plus one always equals two every time. Some of the other stuff is more of an art and, you know, the art's very variable and emotional and and all that, but the numbers are always numbers. They are what they are. The yeah. yeah, they are what you are. We can't, we can't make, okay, sounds sounds good to me. So I will let you do the science first, if you will, please. Absolutely. I appreciate being back with you, Tigger, and I like to hear the, the strength coming I'm back still, in your voice. I'm there. I mean, you, you can't get rid of me, Kirk. I'm still here. <laughs> we were all hopeful, but no luck. Huh? No luck. <laughs> As of Friday, September 10th, October feeders closed 157.675. That's down a little over eight bucks with the feeder index at 157.47, down 26 cents. October live closed at 123.55. That's down 260 on the week with cash at 127 in the north and 124 in the south. It's down about a buck on the week. December corn closed at 516 and a half, down six cents. Or a little over to kind of finish off our week. So kind of a, a bearish week all the way around. Kirk, you talked the science. Now let's talk the, the art a little bit. We're moving into that time frame when a lot of people fixing to move calves. Uh, pairs culling is going on at the exact same time. And I know when we use the word speculation, that gets a little tough. But going into this fall, what do we need to be doing? Because everything's just kind of kind of just a little tick early, it seems, this year. But realistically, Going in, after going through the numbers and looking at this stuff, what do we need to be thinking about and what do we need to be doing going into this fall? Let's make some assumptions that we're talking about unsold calves that yes. will deliver this fall sometime. Yes. We got the feeder index then at 157.5, roughly. If we look out at the futures contracts, we got October at 155, we got November at 57, and then January of next year at 57. So, all real close to the index. The spread is narrowed on all of them to a couple of dollars. The index has been pretty solid for a couple of weeks now, not moving, you know, down only 26 cents over the week. So everything is kind of saying that is what it is. The basis is solid. There's not a whole lot of reason just not to go out and make the sales, especially when you consider that basis typically weakens as we go into the fall. And that's just based on availability, especially in the north. And then you add in the price of hay. You know, not very many people are going to want to feed this expensive hay to calves. You know, oversimplified supply of available feeder cattle is probably going to go up as we go into the fall. Now, this may be a weird year where everything is moved early. But as we get into December, you might see quite a bit of strength, but you're going to have to come up with the feed to get them there. Now, people wanting some more information, you can text cattle, C-A-T-T-L-E, to 33777 to get your newsletter. Kirk, that's probably the best way to start things out, but I need to remind you that even you told me every time that you and I start recording and we start visiting, your phone blows up that you get orders and you're literally saying, Tigger, hold on, I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do this. So either what I'm saying to you, Kirk, is I am a blessing or I am a curse. And maybe some of both. No, you're absolutely a blessing, Tigger, absolutely. <laughs> People wanting more information, just, just text, excuse me, 
cattle, C-A-T-T-L-E, two three three seven seven seven. And I will say I would absolutely do that and recommend that because that is a big way to stay on top of the markets and to let everybody know some new and exciting things that Kirk and I are going to be doing in the future along with his team. So with that, I will wish you absolutely the best of weeks, Kirk, and I look forward to visiting with you again one week from today. I'm looking forward to it, sir. I tip my hat to you from one legend to another. And now for our famous last words brought to us by David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Services. Those of you that take the time to pull these little nuggets of information out of each and every show that we do every week, we appreciate you. But ultimately, it's when you apply them to your operation, you tell us about it, you tell us what worked, and really, almost more importantly, what didn't work. So keep us in the know, keep us in the loop at Ranch It Up Show all over Facebook. Send us an email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. You can call, you can text 707-726-2420. You all know how to catch us. And that's going to wrap it for today, crew. A big thanks to the boss, Beck, for coming in. Bryce Kelly with Richie Livestock ID and Richie Tags. And Kirk Donsbach with Stonex Financial Incorporated. Our partners, the American Gelby Association, David Tanner's Rough Ride Cattle Service, Downtown Threads, Oklahoma, Medora Boot and Western Wear, RFD TV, the Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And finally, crew, so glad y'all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. Our email, we mentioned it many times this episode, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Call and text me at 707-726-2420. Spread the good word. Join us again next week where it's always ticker approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up. <laughs>